Hi guys, and welcome back to another episode of your favorite podcast, Grow More Good. I'm your host, Cassie. If you've never been here before, welcome, welcome. Thank you so much for being here. If you have been here before, welcome back. Thank you for being here as well. I'm so grateful that you have decided to take a moment out of your day to be present with me and today's episode i'm ready to just jump right in today's episode is going to be more of a story i feel like you guys kind of like the story vibes my first episode if you haven't listened to the first episode go listen because that is my most listened to episode and it's such a long story of basically my life and this wasn't what i was expecting to do today i wasn't i didn't expect to be talking about this and i was looking for something in one of my previous journals and i came across something <laughs> that i'm gonna tell you about and yeah i was like wow i just need to talk about this because there's a lot of different there's a lot of different lessons and a lot of different things that i'm ready to share about this moment so without further ado let's drop in together and get into this episode in today's episode we're going to be talking about my experience of doing magic mushrooms for the second time and this is an entry from april 9th that kind of sprung this idea i always knew that i was going to do an episode at some point talking about my different shrooms experiences there have only been two so far don't freak out mom and dad but it's just too good not to share so if you've never tried psychedelic mushrooms first of all i can't recommend them enough okay i don't even know where to start Basically, what mushrooms have done for me is expand my consciousness. And some of you guys have probably heard me say that before and been like, okay, what does that mean? And basically, it just removes your ego. In my journal entry, I described it as time being removed and we were just there to observe and to be. And all of the critical thinking and by by critical thinking, I don't really mean like problem solving. I mean more of limiting thoughts. Those just weren't present, at least this the first time that I had done them, which I will share in another episode when we get there. But this story is about my second experience. My understanding of what shrooms was going to be like is basically what like acid or molly would be. I haven't done either of those, but if you have, then you understand the difference. But I thought that I was going to be seeing things that weren't there. And that wasn't the case. I could have had a completely normal conversation with somebody, with anyone, with a stranger. I literally just felt like this being of love and joy and excitement 
basically what shrooms do is and i saw this i saw this analogy in i think a podcast episode with joe rogan and basically they were just saying that if you've ever been sledding basically what taking shrooms is like is you set up your sled at the top of the hill and you ride down and you create an indentation you create a little slope in the snow so that as you continue to go back down the hill you have an ingrained path already in the snow so that like the first time you go down it it's kind of rough right you kind of have to make the first path and then after you go down more and more and more it gets it becomes like a harder deeper more solid path right it's a more clear path for you to go down and you just slip right down easy and what those paths represent is basically our conditioning and our thought patterns and our ways of thinking it's as we are as we're brought up we're taught and told different things and those things create the indents in our brain we'll say and our thought patterns just fit down those slopes it just is easier to think that way it's just already guided and we naturally just gravitate to those paths right and what psychedelic mushrooms do is it's basically like putting down fresh powder right on top it's like erasing those erasing those pre-marked paths so that you can create new ones hopefully that made sense and you can understand and you can do your own research a really good movie that i watched on mushrooms is called oh it's a it's a series on netflix and it's called you can change you can change your brain you can change your mind now i need to look it up okay it's called how to change your mind you can watch it on netflix um and they have a really really good episode on psilocybin and the benefits and the effects of microdosing psilocybin has the research is growing and growing and it's actually insane so i'm not gonna spoil it but mushrooms are great <laughs> iris daily is another i guess like influencer who openly talks about doing mushrooms and um she has a really cool perspective on them as well if you're looking for education about mushrooms you're in the wrong place i can only give my perspective so that's what i'm going to do today because that is what i am being called to share so if you've never tried mushrooms before you may not fully understand and i don't want this story to scare you or defer you from trying them if you're gonna try taking shrooms there are two main things that you need to consider and it's set and setting 
what's your mindset and you need to be in the right setting. I've heard of people trying shrooms for the first time and just like staying inside and watching a movie and that just sounds so terrible to me. <laughs> if you've done that, like, I don't know how, I don't know how you did that, but when I take shrooms, like I need to be outside. I just feel claustrophobic. Like I need to be in nature because shrooms just connects you to the mother. She connects you to the mother and she connects you to source. So I just like need to be free. I need to be outside. So be in the right setting, be somewhere where you feel safe, be somewhere outdoors is what I would, would recommend. Just be, be somewhere safe where you, you don't have to worry about other people or whatever. Like I was totally comfortable the first time I did it in a space where there was a lot of people present. I literally did it in like this active, active park area. Um, and then this time, the time that I'm going to be telling you about is I did it on like a vacant beach. So pick a spot that feels good to you and make sure you're in the right headspace. If you make a plan to go do shrooms on Saturday and then on Saturday morning you wake up and you just feel like, Bleh, I would not recommend going and tripping shrooms because you're probably not going to have the best experience. I mean, maybe they could turn it around for you, but if you're feeling really, if you're feeling not like your best self, I would recommend waiting until you feel really good to trip at least. So anyways, let's get into this story because I keep giving little hints away and I'm ready to just get into it. So I think this was a Saturday. <laughs> it is. It was a Saturday. And John and I had planned to go to the beach and take shrooms together and just play some frisbee, hang out, vibe. We brought a cooler with fruit. We got hummus. We got coconut waters. Um, we got bubblies. And we planned on coming home and having salmon for dinner just because, like, those are all vibes. And in the morning, I'm not gonna lie, I was kind of, I got kind of ticked off. And I literally just made a post about this the other day where I was talking about how I used to literally get so ticked off at the dishes and just like sit in it. And that's exactly what I did this morning there was something about like leftover dishes in the sink overnight or not john not doing his breakfast dishes i don't know but like something ticked me off and i was like i need to go have a good morning before we go to before we go to the beach i don't want to be in this headspace and so i went to the coffee shop i tried to chill out there i talked to my friend on the phone and she was like vibe out today have so much fun you're gonna have a blast and I was like, period, yes I am. And then when we were driving to the beach, I was doing my silent, my mute thing. And we both knew that the vibes were kind of off, but neither of us really said anything. We were just kind of like, okay, we're doing this, like, let's go, let's go have fun. And so we actually took them on... We drove to the beach 
and we brought chocolate rice cakes and we put peanut butter on them and then put the shrooms on top to try to like disguise the shroomies and it just wasn't it i was like really struggling to get them down this time um we did it differently the first time and it was honestly not great either way but if you can get your hands on like some shrooms chocolate or some honey or something that would be so much better but yeah we just took her in the raw and it was not great but <laughs> we got them down and then we started making our way over to the beach and how you know that shrooms are kicking in is like you start to get the yawns you'll feel like you need to stretch a little bit and what they actually do is give you a sensation of food poisoning well, i don't i don't know exactly why but they can make you feel nauseous so me and john were just like hanging out we were stretching and I could feel them kicking in and right away I knew something was off and once you recognize that like once you recognize anxiety once you feed that idea it's not gonna be good like sober or not as soon as you feed the idea, oh my gosh, I'm anxious right now, like your brain is just going to take you down that spiral and roll with it. So I tried to shake it out. Like we started running around. We were going to play. We started playing Frisbee. And after the first couple catches, like I just could not shake this feeling. And I was like, John, I need to poop right now. Like I need to go to the bathroom and something about me is that when i get nervous i have to poop and whether it's like a ghost or it's actually like i need to i need to poop sometimes it's just a sensation sometimes it's actual like she comes out so i had the sensation i literally was was like john i swear to god I, I'm going to poop right here. Like I'm going to go in the ocean or something. Like I, I need to get to a bathroom and we were at like a private beach. So there was literally like, we could see two people near us and that was it. Like there would be some like random one or two people walking around, but this was like a really, really quiet residential beach. Like it was not a public beach. So there was one couple near that near us and at this point i was really starting to freak out and i was like john can you please go ask them for a key because right behind us like right before you get over onto the boardwalk there's a clubhouse and honestly you guys talking about this brings in starts to bring in the feelings that i had in that moment and this is going to tie in to some of the lessons that i got because if you're taking shrooms you're always going to have like a million and one takeaways but yeah talking about like telling the story honestly makes me nervous again like i felt that day so yeah i was like john you need to go get the key from them because i am freaking out and 
I just like sat down on the steps of the boardwalk and I was like, are we safe right now? Like, can you please tell me that we're safe? And John was like smiling. And the thing about John is like, he is the most carefree person. Like I don't ever have to worry about him. I just always know like John's going to figure it out. So I was sitting there and I was like, can you please just like tell me that I'm safe right now? And he was just like smiling and he was like, look around. You are so safe. Like, look where we are. Look how beautiful this is. Of course you're safe. And I was trying to look around and I was just in my head. And he was like, look at your body language right now. And I was just all hunched over, curled up on the boardwalk, just absolutely geeking and he was like relax like lean back open up your body language is like telling you right now that you need to hide or that you need to shrink and i was like okay you're right and so i leaned back i was trying to take deep breaths and he walks over to the people to ask them if we can use a key to get into the bathroom and i had a friend that Um, Her parents lived there, so I had been there before, like I knew where everything was and honestly, if we thought ahead, I should have asked to use the key, but anyways, um, John's over there talking to them and I'm like, oh my god, they know that I'm on drugs right now, like they're gonna think I'm crazy, they're gonna, they're gonna think that we're trying to steal. And I'm just like spinning all these crazy ass stories in my head, freaking out. And the reality is that I was looking at them and seeing that and like his side of the story was that they were joking with him and like they were all laughing, having a time, talking about how beautiful it was and like no problem, take care of your girlfriend. He's like said I was sick. So I we get a key, we go into the bathroom and I just start absolutely spiraling, like worse and worse. And if you've heard me tell this piece of the story, I often leave out the fact that I was on shrooms just, just for the sake of it. I don't, I don't know. This was the worst panic attack I've ever experienced. And I share it a lot because I learned so much from it. And I've actually used this experience to help a lot of my friends who struggle with anxiety. And yeah, I I don't regularly have panic attacks. I've never had another panic attack, attack outside of this one. But holy fuck, like it was scary. And John was in there with me at first. I brought my water um, because I thought I was just going to the bathroom and I didn't have my phone. I didn't have keys. Like I didn't have anything. And I just went into the bathroom. He left me because he's like, I need to go outside, but like, you're going to be okay. And I was like, cool. Thank you. And So I was in there for a while and basically while he was outside, just like enjoying the beach, I was spiraling. And I know I keep saying that I was spiraling, but like 
I was absolutely going through it. I put my fingers down my throat and tried to make myself throw up to stop the trip from progressing because I was like, I am so out of control right now. I need to get this out because I can't do this anymore. And so I'm making myself throw up in the toilet. And when I think I'm done, I was like, okay, get up, wash your face off. Let's go back outside. And I would stand up and start rinsing myself off. And I would look in the mirror and just like start freaking out again. And so I would lay down on the ground because whenever I get nauseous or whenever I'm sick, I don't know if I have the stomach bag and I lay on the bathroom floor. I know it sounds kind of gross, but like the coldness just saves me. So that's what I was trying. And for a little while, it just kept repeating this pattern. I would be throwing up and then I would get up, wash myself off, be like, stop this. Like, why are, why is this happening? I need to get it together this is ridiculous. Like you should be having a good time. Like basically just beating myself up in the mirror. And then I would lay down and be like, no, it's okay. Like, let's relax. I'm fine. I'm safe. Like I'm totally safe. And then I would start to feel better and I would sit up and the process would repeat. And like I said before, like there are no visuals. I thought that I was going to be like hallucinating the first time I did shrooms but basically all that it does visually is make all colors look absolutely like so vibrant shrooms just basically 10 times is everything like everything that you taste that you smell it's like 10 times everything that you see is like 10 times it's so beautiful but I'm throwing up (laughs) It's so beautiful as I'm throwing up, but I'm throwing up and as I'm throwing up, I hear in my mind something like baby or like child and I honestly was like, holy shit, am I pregnant right now? Like are the shrooms telling me that I am pregnant? And I started freaking out about that and I'm just like going through this cycle of freaking out, puking, staring at myself, and then laying down on the ground and calming myself down. And the only thing that brought me out of this, because this was going on for like an hour, I think. It was going on for a minute. I was in that bathroom and like halfway through, I don't know if it was halfway, but after John realized that like I may not be okay or I don't know if I told him I was throwing up or what but he brought me some fruit and some coconut water into the bathroom and he was like I'm going outside you're chilling and I was like okay yes and so I had that stuff in there with me and I was trying to drink a little bit and just like keep my get my stomach back to back to normal and and honestly like what would trigger me back into the cycle again after I calm myself down I would start thinking about other people. I would be like, what if somebody comes in right now? What will they think? Um, I'll just tell them that I'm drunk. (laughs) And I was like, 
I wonder what John's thinking right now. Is he freaking out? Is he still out there? And like, what do these people think I'm doing? And I was just thinking about everyone else outside of me. So that's when the spiral would, that's when the, the pattern would start over again. Um, and then the only thing that pulled me out is connection back into my body. Like literally I, all I needed to do was just ground myself because how I've explained anxiety and how I explain it in the past and in a, in a previous episode is that when you are having an experience of anxiety, all that's going on is you are just thinking about everything outside of you. Like what is going on in your mind when you're experiencing anxiety is not real. It's always a what if in the future or something in the past. It's always about something that's like disconnected from you. It literally just pulls you out of the present and that's why you're, you start to freak out because nothing is grounding you. So to pull yourself out of a panic attack or out of anxiety is literally just grounding yourself, connecting back into your body, connecting back with yourself. And I learned this firsthand by literally flat on my back on the ground in this clubhouse bathroom, staring at my hands out in front of me, looking at my fingers and like feeling my hands, feeling my heart and just being like, these are my hands and putting my feet up in the air. These are my feet. This is my body. And just like rubbing and really feeling into the sensation of my body and what it felt like and what it looked like and connecting that it is me. Like I am inside my body and my body is safe. And finally, after doing that for long enough and just recognizing like, okay, every time I think about somebody else, I am bringing myself back out of the present moment. Every time I am beating myself up, it sends me down the spiral even more. And so I finally worked up the courage to get out of the bathroom. It literally took me a couple tries before I would go back in there. Um, I went out into the other rooms and was trying to see John and I couldn't see him on the beach. So I was like, oh my God, did he leave me? Like, did he go to the car to wait for me? Is he looking for me? And really, I just like couldn't see him on the dunes and I was like, oh my gosh, she's freaking out. Like I need to go find John. And so like I got all my stuff and I walked towards the end of the boardwalk and like finally I felt so much relief and I was like, I figured it out. And I get to the end of the boardwalk and I look over and I see him and I can see like how happy he is. He starts jumping like you did it. And I just like run over there. I'm laughing, I'm smiling. And I tell him what happened. And basically expression just cleared the sensation of anxiety out of my body. 
being able to get out and express just like freed me of any lingering sensation because once I got out I was like I still kind of feel freaked out but like the more I talk the better I feel so I just laid down on our beach blanket and like he let me just talk his ear off and it ended up being so beautiful for the rest of the trip <laughs> like like I said at the beginning of the episode I don't want this story to scare you from doing shrooms um it's really a freaking magical experience and this is just like only one this is only just one time and one piece of my experience the rest of this experience was so beautiful and we had so much fun and looking at the different colors of the beach and of the sand there was like purple shells that just stood out to me so much it was it was really really fun and so beautiful so i have a couple takeaways that i wrote in my journal and i'm gonna share those with you before we close out the episode but yeah basically the remainder of the trip we just chatted and jumped in the water it was literally so windy that day i had so much sand everywhere our even our fruit that we were eating was sandy um but we just didn't care because it was just it was just a magic time okay so now let's talk about my actual takeaways from this experience because i know that that seemed like a lot <laughs> and maybe your only takeaway is like fuck i'm never doing shrooms but i promise like it was really scary <laughs> but that was just one piece of it and the experience that came after was so worth it and like the breakthroughs that i had through this experience is so worth it so the first thing i have in my entry here is present moment because grounding myself in the present was the only thing that brought me out of that state of panic that state of anxiety like this moment is all that matters it's literally the only thing that exists it's all we have so if you catch yourself in an anxious moment or in a panic what you can do is just recognize okay i need to come back into my body right now because i'm all up in space i'm caught up in what ifs i have a lot going on in my mind that's trying to tell me something what can i do to bring myself back to a state of calm instead of beating yourself up for feeling the way you feel because that only makes things worse the whole time i was rejecting what i was feeling it made me feel even worse and like i said the only thing that made me feel better was connecting into my body back into the present moment and focusing on what i could actually control and instead of what everyone else was thinking or doing other people's opinions don't fucking matter it only matters how you feel internally in this moment right now so present moment 
is the first takeaway. The second one is I am everything that I need. Okay, so I left out a little piece when I was in the bathroom. I did not have me phone. I didn't have my phone because I didn't know how long I was going to be in there for. I didn't think I was going to be in there for that long. And I definitely didn't think I was going to need my phone. And I didn't need my phone. But when I was laying on the ground, <laughs> at some point, I was like, oh my God, I wish I could call this person or that person. And I started freaking out because I didn't have access to calling a friend. And what helped calm myself down in that moment is telling myself that I am actually all that I need. And even if I was to call one of my friends up and been like, hey, I'm freaking out, this is how I'm feeling, they could only offer their experience and their perspective. And that's not always going to help you in the moment. Getting advice from somebody, sure, that can be helpful. But the reality is like you have every key to every single door that you could ever want to enter. And you have every single answer and every I don't know is like a block for whatever reason, but sit with the stillness and recognize that you already know. And a lot of the time, the I don't know that comes up or the uncertainty is really just fear. So me wanting to call a friend and ask for help, like, how do I get out of this? was really just me resisting sitting with myself and recognizing what I actually needed because you can't look you can't look to others for something that only you can fix and you can only really rely on yourself others are there for support but the reality is it's you and you always and everything is already within you that you could ever possibly need. So first takeaway, present moment. Second takeaway, I am all that I need. Third takeaway is communicate everything and anything. As long as you are moving through frequency and acting through love, nothing bad can ever happen. So as long as your communication and your expression is through love, you should feel safe to communicate everything and anything. Like you are safe in every single emotion. I've said this time and time again, but when I was standing in the mirror trying to resist and push away what I was feeling, I wasn't allowing myself to express and to fully feel what was actually going on and instead I tried to deny it but what happened was it just boiled up and got bigger and bigger. This also stood true when I did find my way out and I got to John and I got to talk and express and communicate with him. I always bring my journal for experiences like this because you never know what downloads are going to come through but being able to express is so helpful because there's always so much more than you think there is like the second i start journaling way more comes out than i thought was even there like for some of you trying to get into journaling maybe you've never journaled before or you tried it and you didn't like it or whatever a lot of times we try to be like perfect with it and we don't need to 
be perfect because it's literally just for us. And you're already perfect exactly the way you are. And that includes your quote-unquote insecurities, if that's what you view them as. But your communication and your expression deserves to be heard. And if that means journaling to express, in, in this case, for me, it was speaking. I had a lot of fears that came up. I had a lot of just thoughts that were going on in my head that I kept to myself. And the baby or child, I don't remember what exactly was going on in my mind, but what that was, was actually my inner child was ready to be healed. That is my understanding or my explanation of what that part of the experience was. And I had already started, if you listen to episode one, this isn't a spoiler, but if you haven't listened to episode one, this will be a spoiler. But during this time frame, I was working on healing my inner child. I had a sexual assault experience from my childhood that I was just starting to peel back all the layers and really dive deep into how this is affecting me today. And I was working with my mentor at this point to go deep. And the realization that came to me was I was literally standing at the edge of the ocean with John and I was like, I know that I need to share my story. I had just discovered Gabrielle Bernstein, if you've never heard of her, She's fucking amazing. And I heard one podcast with her. She was on Dr. Nicola Perez's podcast. If you don't know either of them, my God, an entire world is about to open up to you. But go check both of them out. Both amazing individuals. But they were doing a podcast together and I heard Gabby start talking and I was like, oh my God, like Gabby is me. I see so much of myself in her. And I really recognized that my voice is meant to be heard, my story is meant to be heard, and that all starts with me sharing my experience with my family. So through my shrooms trip, I recognized like my inner child is ready to be seen. She's ready to be seen in her fullness, and that includes her fears and what she's been hiding from all this time. So in that moment, I decided it's time to tell my family what I experienced and what I am experiencing. So communication, communication is everything. It's why we're here. It's what we're here to do. It's one of the basic human needs, connection and communication. You are meant to be seen in your fullness with the light, with the shadows, regardless of what it is like you, you're meant to be seen. You're meant to be here. You have so much value and so much light and so much life to share. So one is presence. Number two is everything is within you. You are everything that you need. Number three is communication. And number four is that we're all good at something. We're all teachers and we are all special. And I don't exactly know where this one came from. I think it was just like recognizing that my voice was meant to be heard and I was meant to teach others about the bravery and freedom that you can experience when you decide to open up and to heal your shadows and learn how to integrate them into your life without fear. Fear doesn't have to be present anymore. From your past especially, like if there is something fearful lingering 
from your past, I promise you there is a way to change the narrative in your mind so that it can be something that is creating power in your life rather than causing you to feel powerless. There is so much packed into every single one of us and something that you're hiding from could be the very reason, (laughs) it's very likely, the reason that you are here. And not that you're here to have that thing happen to you, especially if it was traumatic. Your takeaway, the fact that you survived, your perspective shift from this experience to something great is why you're here. And I truly believe that that makes us all teachers. If you can find that lesson, you can then share it. That's through communication. That's through presence. That's through recognition of the key. You are the key. So these all kind of melt together in that way. But think that that is really it. So those are my shroomy takeaways on both journal entries from the first time I did shrooms and to this second experience. I'll give experience one on a different day. It's just like a little bit less eventful, but still, still a good time. Um, so many lessons, but both entries, I was like blown away at how different the experience was from my expectations. And that just shows you like go in with an open mind because it's, it was way better. And I don't mean just with shrooms. I mean, with everything, but it was way better than I thought it was going to be. Even if that meant going through one of the scariest experiences that I've been through, but the end result was so beautiful. And this life is so beautiful. And I'm so grateful for this experience because of the lessons that I was able to take away. And the page following where I wrote down like all of these main takeaways and the main lessons I learned, the next page is just all about how grateful I am for this life and how grateful I am for John and for myself and my awareness and that I'm only coming, that I'm only becoming stronger. I pulled myself out of such a scary time by my damn self. Like I did that. And I'm proud of that because now I can take it and I can share it and hopefully somebody can learn something from it. Not just that they need to try shrooms, but also the takeaways. But anyways, I hope you enjoyed this episode. It's not what I thought I was going to be sharing today, but there we are again with the expectations. So thank you for listening. That's all I have for today. Please let me know what you thought of this episode. If you've ever done shrooms, I want to hear about your experience. If you've never done shrooms, I want to hear about your perspective of them and if you want to try them if you have questions like i just want to hear your feedback so please let me know if you listen to this episode and what you thought and i hope you have an amazing and beautiful weekend or rest of your week or rest of your day or rest of your night whatever whenever you're listening to this but anyways i love you bye